All right. Leg number two here on the podcast. Mike, on Thursday, you published a way too soon, all too early, destined yes. to fa destined to fail and be <laughs> quote tweeted early 53-man yep. projection for your New England Patriots coming off your observations at OTAs and minicamp. So without going through the entirety of the 53, let's actually just uh, get to some of the highlights. Tell us a couple sure. of the most difficult decisions that you had to make. Yes, Patriots post minicamp roster projection offseason program paints a clearer picture. So walk us through uh, some of the highlights, uh, tough cuts and hard choices you made. Yeah, sure. Well, uh, first of all, uh, uh, bouncing off the uh, the segment we just did beforehand in the wide receiver room, I did put DeAndre Hopkins in the room, even though he's not yet rostered. Um, I, wow. I am of the mindset that he's going to sign. So I have Hopkins as one of the six wide receivers they keep. That's I'm gonna go full Paris Hilton. That's hot. Yeah, you like that. I like <laughs> so that. like yeah. So again, and again, I keep six wide receivers, which is a lot. Um, but and I, I've sort of thought about where they go in the room, should they sign Hopkins? And if Kendrick Bourne's the odd man out, if Devontae Parker's the odd man out, but Juju Smith Schuster, Tyquan Thornton are two guys who were not participating at the end of the offseason program at all on the field because they were both nursing injuries. So I don't know how much, you know, room you have to mess with bringing in Hopkins and then letting another healthy guy go because if you bring in Hopkins, who's 31, and then Juju goes down or Tyquan Thornton goes down again, then you're working with Demario Douglas and signing mm -hmm. somebody else. Like it, the room gets, you know, I don't want to say bad, but the room gets thin fast. So if you can keep six guys who I have as Hopkins, Juju, Kendrick Bourne, Devontae Parker, Tyquan Thornton, and rookie slot receiver Demario Douglas as the six wide receivers, then I think you give yourself uh, some insurance should one of them go down. Uh, the so one I know Andy, I, yeah, uh, the tough guy's got to be booty because yeah. um, I was hype on the fact that they may have found a diamond in the rough. All those like, he could be the next Steph, next Steph Diggs projections or whatever. I know yeah. uh, hearts out on all that, but. I wonder if they if they do release him, if like, let's say he goes through camp, he doesn't distinguish himself too much. He's not an absolute stud, but he's good. There are some flashes. I feel like the buzz that surrounded his selection by New England in the few weeks thereafter would be enough that some team would poach him. And I don't think he would make it to the practice squad. Yeah, I agree. I think if if uh, if he does end up getting cut, I, I have a hard time thinking he gets through waivers. So uh, another yeah. team could pick him up, give him a chance. So, uh, yeah. but no, I think, you know, when I did my even earlier, uh, way too early roster projection after the draft, I did have booty on the roster. Um, mm -hmm. I think, I think he was there in Hop. I, I had six, I believe. And I switched him and Hopkins essentially, but, um, that I think said, most people would be comfortable with you putting in Hopkins and dealing with the, the loss of <laughs> exactly. booty. that would, yeah, that he hasn't but, done anything to distinguish himself yet. And all we keep hearing is how quick, and you saw it firsthand, how quick Demario Douglas looks. Yeah, Booty was hurt, but he wasn't on the field the last few practices. So I don't know if he's still dealing with an injury from college or, you know, what oh, that is. Yeah, but I think he, you, uh oh, the Foxborough flu is coming, Mike. Here it yeah. comes. Kayshawn Booty, they see something. Oh, oh, it's going to, oh, your arm is broken, kid. Exactly. My arm, it's broken. That's it. It's coming. That's not, I mean, I'm fine with it. Put him on IR and keep him on the roster and, you know, sit him up for the season and keep mm -hmm. him around. If that's the way they can do it, I'm all for it. But we haven't seen enough from him yet uh, to have him on the 53. That's for sure. All right. Uh, let's see. We're rolling on there. You only keep two quarterbacks getting rid of Trace McSorley. Uh, yep. That's not a tough decision. Uh, running backs. You got four Stevenson, Montgomery, Pierre Strong, Kevin Harris, 
with the dismissal or release rather of James Robinson this week, who obviously is just banged up, too banged up to play professional yeah, football. Tough. That roommate, I would have yeah. liked Robinson. I would, would have liked Robinson in the room and probably would have had Kevin Harris off because, I, you know, Robinson, Harris, Pierre Strong, they haven't really shown us a ton uh, over the last couple of days that we were there. Uh, but I just think the the upside of James Robinson would have kept him on and kept have Kevin Harris off. Mm-hmm. But again, can't stay healthy. So you give the six round pick from last season a chance. I like it. I like it a lot. It's too bad about James Robinson. Andy's hype train for him has derailed, crashed yeah, into a <laughs> crashed into a chasm and is currently on fire. It's a damn shame for one yeah. and all. Um, but hey, obviously he's not healthy enough to play football if and when he can. I'm not sure if he would be willing to come back to New England if there'd be mutual interest. Went over right. the wide receivers, only two tight ends. So no, you don't think that they hold on to, let's say, a uh, uh, a Sokol or especially Ferkser as a blocking tight end, especially given the how much running they'll do and uh, the questions on the offensive line. Yeah. So um, in this in this article that we are speaking of here, I do have you know the book. I do have the bubble at the end. Sorry, I just dropped my. Uh my plug, but <laughs> I do have the bubble at the end. Last three on last three off. Uh, Anthony Ferkser was one of the last three off. Um, again, I think that's going to be a tough decision. Uh, I believe that they're going to want to keep some sort of, you know, blocking element in the room, but I just don't know if he's going to, you know, show us enough to kind of be there. Um, if they're going to yeah. keep a blocker, I may think that it would actually be a guy like Johnny Lumpkin, who they uh, was an undrafted guy who uh, is probably a better Again, he's a rookie, so it'd be tough, but could give you more as a blocker than Ferkser. But Ferkser obviously is going to be the pass catcher, and I think they have yeah. plenty of pass catchers in Gasicki and Henry. So yeah, and, and uh, they go two tight ends just like last season. Uh, okay, and then maybe as far as you know, I have them keeping ten offensive linemen uh, Ooh, because they were so 10. thin. Wow, they were so thin there last year, and it mm-hmm. again clearly fizzled out uh, on them at the end of the season. So you keep an extra guy in there, maybe you throw in. Uh, you know, two tackles on the line if you want to, you know, you know, really mm-hmm. block it up. Uh, two tackles on one side, should I say? So yeah. Uh let's see. You have uh James Ferentz, who was re-signed in the offseason, a veteran friend of Bill, his dad, Kirk Ferentz at Iowa. He gets removed, even though he's best buddies with Riley Reef, who helped convince him to come yeah. here. Second year player Chasen Hines, Bill Murray, who's tried to catch on on the D-line and the O-line, neither has worked. Cody Russie and Someone we really haven't seen much from yet, who they had high hopes for, considering he was a second-team All-American his senior year, Andrew Stuba, the tackle out of Michigan, who I don't know if he just can't, you know, make the club because he's spending too much time in the tub or what he'll see. He's one of those guys who's going to get like two or three looks this summer to prove it. Otherwise, it'll likely be fairly well. Can I just offer up one if crazy thought? I feel like if they see enough, I I think you and I both believe, most folks, don't believe that Mike on is going to resign with the club rather that they will not right. extend him a contract offer because they drafted uh, both uh city. So and Antonio Mafi to be the new big plugs in the middle of the line with right. uh city. So possibly having tackle flexibility from his first year at Eastern Michigan. Let's say these guys look the part of pros and they look as good as on when you did his rookie season. I wouldn't be surprised if on when you got traded. I don't hate that idea. Um, again, that's why I have those three guys uh, on the roster, the three interior guys they drafted in Andrew, Sal, and uh, Mafi, because they're going to want to keep them around. There clearly is a contingency mm-hmm. plan there should Owenu leave, mm-hmm. Owenu leave next year. Mm-hmm. If they impress, if they can get them out there, 
and they can get something for Mike Onwenu, then yeah, you're right. I wouldn't be surprised at all if they did something like that. I should say, though, will note that um, Antonio Maffi was in a non-contact uh, red jersey out at uh, practice this week. So uh, I don't know if that's another Foxborough flu. I don't know if that's another straight mm. cut situation. Fifth round pick, so it would be tough to cut him. Right. But, uh, if he's not there, if he's not healthy, then I, I find it hard to believe they cut uh, or they trade Mike Onwenu if, if he's not around. Yeah, and well, don't Mike Onwenu, don't forget, was a six-round pick as well. Um, right. So I, I you know, I, I, I just get that weird feeling like someone's going to have to be moved. And I know earlier in, in an early, 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 way, way, way too early 53-man, you had Trent Brown getting released. But he's too big and they need him too much. And we'll get into yeah. Trent Brown a little bit later in the pod. And then on the defensive side of the ball, you got six guys on the D line, fairly well, Carl Davis, uh, Justice Tavai, et cetera. So long as they're able to give Lawrence Guy a little money by the time proper training camp starts, we should get him back in the fold for his final Foxborough football season. On the linebacker yeah. side, Judon, Uche, Bentley, Anthony Jennings, who I think still has some good football to offer. Jelani Tavai, Chris Board, who is a both linebacker and special teamer extraordinaire. Keon yeah. White who hopefully is spending as much time around Jabril Peppers and Matt Judon as possible so he can choose violence 24-7. And yep. everyone's crush, Marte Mapu. I had a hard time uh, figuring out what room to put Mapu in, whether I was going to call him a linebacker or a safety. He's going to play everywhere on the defense. They did it uh, when we were there down there the last couple weeks. He is uh, fully, I guess, fully committed to playing both linebacker and safety. He sounds ready to do whatever they ask him to, to do. And I believe that's exactly what they're going to do. Because again, Matthew Judon said it best that he moves like a free safety, but stands like a linebacker. The dude's massive and he's also like lightning quick. So they're going to, they're going to use him everywhere and he's going to be awesome. He's clearly going to make the team. Um, the one interesting one that I had off the roster was Mac Wilson. I, but it's not that crazy. Like again, hey. it's Mac Wilson. Sorry, like hey. and who I like and who he's been on the uh, he's sure. been on the Matthew er, on the DeAndre Hopkins recruiting train with uh, with Matthew Judon. But no, I don't know. Um, yeah, I think they keep eight linebackers. I think Jennings, like you said, has a lot of good football left in him. He made the team last year. He was fine. Um, if he can show a little bit of improvement, he'll end up as a lock. But he could be a bubble guy. Um, but no, I think the linebacker room is pretty chalk. I only thought about Mapu as a safety and then Chris board as a special teamer. But again, it, it's interchangeable. Uh, you have in the cornerbacks room, Gonzo, John Jones, Marcus Jones, Jack Jones, and miles Bryant. I have no quibble. Uh, or, yeah, or that's, that's easy. That was an easy. Yeah. Decision. Sean Same Wade, Bolden, Mosley, Hawkins, Rodney. Adios. See ya. Yeah. Uh, safeties, Duggar, Phillips, Mills, and Peppers. Josh Bledsoe, Joshua Bledsoe, Mr. Joshua, been working hard to try to get out there. Health has been a concern. I like his versatility. I think the kid can be a good football player. Yeah, um, I agree. Third year, third year guy. I know the Pats have been high on him for a while, but if it hasn't panned out at this point, Peppers is healthy. And you have, like you mentioned, the flexibility with Mapu to pull him from linebacker to play him at safety or all over the place. Notice I didn't say positionless football. Therefore, you don't have to do a shot, everybody. Um, that may make him expendable. And finally, specialists. Oh, 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 my heart. Oh, it hurts so much. Cody Davis. You got Schooler, Matthew Slater. No, Cody Davis. He may have to go. That's fine because you got young guys in the form. Okay. Uh, you got, uh, you're holding on to like, like you, uh, do we hold on to, wait, oh my gosh, we're not even holding, no, no Isaiah Bolden and also nope. no Amir Speed. Ooh, and Halig. See I, you guys. I, Wow. Sorry. 
You got Rylan the kicker. That kills me because there goes the legend of Big Kick Nick. Bryce yeah. Barringer wins the punting job. Cardona, Slater, Schooler. It's going to be tough. Slater sticking around may cost you one of these guys like Speed yeah. or Bolden, who one day with their ridiculous speed, like I wouldn't be surprised if one of them gets a Foxborough flu or like a random injury in the middle of July yeah. or like on August 2nd. And it's like, oh no, he can't play anymore because they know like, this is Slate's last season, but uh, I've heard Ryland has a big leg. Big kick may yep. be gone. And you put Malik Cunningham here. He is one of the most fascinating projects and prospects in Foxborough right now. Yeah. Um, again, I called him a specialist. Um, I didn't really want to call him a quarterback. I didn't really want to call him wide receiver. He's clearly repping with the receivers, but he's listed as a quarterback on the roster. And uh, they've sort of done a little experimenting uh, on both of that. So call mm -hmm. him a specialist and, you know, Get him on the roster, get him on the 53, because that's a guy who might not clear waivers and can't be a practice squad guy. So you keep him on the 53, you use him where you want to use him. And with this new, and I got to credit Alex Barth, uh, who was my former podcast host, who sort of gave this idea of having, keeping Cunningham on the roster. You can have him as your backup with this new, a weird third quarterback emergency rule, emergency quarterback rule. Do you make him the backup? You put Zappy yes. as the third, and that way Malik yeah. Cunningham can play wide receiver, gunner, uh, whatever you want. Take Pat, like running back, whatever, because we've yep. seen the footage at Louisville. Like this dude, this dude can scoot when he's got the ball exactly. in his hands in the open field. Watch out. Like he, yeah. Marcus Jones wowed and electrified people last season. Cunningham may just do the same. That's a, and I love Alex. I celebrate the entire Barthian catalog. Um, <laughs> yeah, so he, uh, you keep, you keep Cunningham, yeah, you keep Cunningham, make him the backup for the game. You can use him everywhere. Um, should God forbid Mac Jones get hurt. You can't go to Zappy yet. Cause he's your emergency guy. You need to put Cunningham in for the rest of the game. But the next yeah. time, the okay. next game, Zappy's your backup quarterback. And then he can just, you know, come off the, come or off Zappy the starts the next game. game. That's fine. You just exactly. switch him that yeah. week. Yeah. You just change the right. designation, but you yeah, do so it Zappy's all your backup, but yeah. I absolutely, that's a fun like idea. That is getting creative. That is back to Belichick, tweaking the rules or finding the gray exactly. spaces where he can hide out and do his things. I like it, Mike. Good work. If you guys want to read it, it's available at wei.com. Patriots post minicamp roster projection offseason program paints a clearer picture. Solid roster. We'll see how that goes. Definitely a couple of possible injury designations, or as I said, Foxborough flus. Coming up, we'll know more about that once training camp gets underway in late July. And then by the time we get to late August, after they've played their three pretend season games, with the only one being Thursday, August 10th against the Texans at Gillette, we'll know much more about the roster.